beautiful. I've been thinking about you. You put a lot of pressure on yourself, don't you? You try to do your best, but feel like it's just never quite enough, right? I see you, but I've got a secret and I'm going to shout it from the rooftops. You're doing a great job, mama. You're more than enough for those kids of yours. And you're on your path to discovering that you're meant to bloom. And I can't wait to watch. Motherhood is supposed to be fun. Motherhood is a beautiful adventure. I'm here to help you learn to embrace the ease and the joy so that you can make space in your mom life for all you've ever wanted. Welcome into the Meant to Bloom podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Clarkson. Hey, Mama. How are you doing today? Welcome to episode 69 of the Mental Bloom podcast. Yeah, you might have noticed the uh, title and everything, and episode 69 is definitely going to be an episode about sex. Why not? What else would I talk about? So, we have a lot of stresses in our lives, right? This doesn't need to be an area of stress. And I think we overcomplicate things and we get inside our heads so much. It's just a source of self-sabotage in our lives. And it can be so much easier and simpler than we let it be. All right. I'm assuming that I'm talking to a mom who is married to a man. Because that is who statistically my listeners are. That is who I relate to because I am a mom, a woman who is a mom who is married to a man. This is my area of expertise, being a woman who is a mom married to a man. That is who I'm going to be speaking to today if you need to substitute words in your head, like that you're not a mom or that you're not married to a man or that you're not married or whatever, like you substitute whatever word in your head makes this resonate and relate to you. But assuming I'm talking to the married mother, the way to a man's heart is not through his stomach. Um, it's it's through his underpants. All right? And any stress you're feeling in your relationship, if you feel like he is a source of stress for you, seriously getting right in the bedroom is going to fix so many other things. Um First of all, I don't know, there's got to be scientific studies behind this, but it's going to make your husband more like open to you. And it's going to make him think that like, you know, you like him and that you want to make anything work with him. Um, Because men kind of work in reverse from us statistically most of the time. All right. Usually the woman needs emotional intimacy in order to proceed with physical intimacy. Whereas a man typically needs the physical intimacy and then he will be open to emotional intimacy. Um, This is why things like cuddling are important, right? Uh, Your conversations in the bed outside of physical intimacy. Um, It all works together cohesively. Um, But what I'm here to talk about today is relieving stress in your life through the bedroom. All right. First of all, we have to stop making excuses. Okay. This is why, see for me, it's a slippery slope. Okay. 
I make one excuse. I have a headache tonight. The next night, well, I don't know. I don't feel 100%. I feel like 85. I don't really feel like tonight. Let's put it off till tomorrow. And once I start putting it off a day, I can put it off again and again and again and again. And, you know, my husband doesn't feel the same way. Once it's been a day, it gets harder to go another day and another day. Um, And then he starts to question, well, what's wrong with him? Why don't I love him and want to be physical with him? Whereas I'm all in my head and in my body overthinking. Got a little bit interrupted there. I'm going to try to pick up right where I left off without having to restart all this. (laughs) So when I close off physically, it starts to put a divide between us. Okay? When you close off physically, if you're in a similar situation as me, it's going to make your husband start questioning what's wrong with him, why you don't want him. Because... This is just our, as humans, typical response. When someone rejects being with us, we question what's wrong with us. Um, Like how many times have you had a friend cancel plan on you and you question, what did you do wrong? You don't immediately think, well, you know, they're busy. They have something else going on. It's about them, not about me. Our ego instantly always wants to blame us for everything. Um, at least for someone with this unresolved type of trauma. Um, hello, millennials. That That's absolutely true for us. <laughs> you know, like you want to blame yourself for everything that goes wrong instead of just realizing like that person has their own life. They have their own things going on. Other people in your life are doing the same thing with you. They're questioning what they're doing wrong. Instead of instantly thinking, you have something wrong with you, how can I help you overcome what's wrong with you right now? Um, So it's just, it's a divide in our marriage that we don't need to put. All right, you have enough stress throughout the day with, you know, coordinating the entire day for the entire family, right? Um, Working, running businesses, running errands, grocery shopping, making the meals, cleaning the house, um, keeping everybody in your house alive, like you know, keeping toddlers out of the knife drawer. This is our lives. There's there's constant stress that likes to pop up everywhere. And we don't need to be adding extra stress into the mix, you know, so that when your husband comes home and it's been a few days or like a week or two, you don't like feel just this instant shift in tension where it just adds more stress to everything that happens, right? So my solution to this the big blanket solution is scheduling it so that you don't go multiple dates. You schedule it and you don't let any excuse stop you. Even if it's going to be bad sex, you're still going to do it. All right. Like if you, if you're tired or you feel a little bit sick or you have a little bit of a headache, like, and you know, you're only at like an 85, you're still going to do it. You're not going to say, we're going to wait until tomorrow when I can do it better. Okay. We don't have You're not being rated on your performance with your husband, okay? You're not. And for husbands, like, pizza is – or sex is like pizza, okay? Have you ever heard that comparison? Even when it's bad, it's good. That's how it is for men. Like, they just want to have it because they're hungry. It doesn't really matter the quality. All that really matters for them is, like, that it's the right kind of pizza, you know? If your husband's not into pineapple, don't go putting pineapple on his pizza and he'll be fine. Um, I'll let you decode that metaphor on your own. 
Now I also need to point out, it's not just for him. It's for you too. Okay, and it's not just for like unstressing. You should be having a good time. You really should. It should be something that you look forward to and that you enjoy. My theory is kind of that like the longer men go without it, the more they like build up how good it was in their head and they just like remember all the good parts really, really well. And like they just remember it being really good. Okay. And then I think for us women, we start to downplay how good it is and how great it makes us feel. And we kind of forget that we've like ever had an orgasm in our lives and we completely forget what that feels like. Um, and I think that's why we can start becoming like love camels and, you know, like we can do it once and then be fine for like a month because, you know, until our hormones kick in and they're like, you need to do this. Um, but I think it's because we can quickly forget how good it is. Um, and how like fulfilling and whole you can feel afterwards. Um, and we forget like how in love it can make us feel with our husbands. Like we forget to be in love with our husbands for one thing. Um, like, do you ever just get hit with this like memory of how in love you are with your husband and just like overcome with this feeling of like, oh my gosh, I love him and I'm with him forever. And then like you can go months and months without like remembering that you love him. It's just like he's just there all the time and you expect him to be there. And like you guys are just going about your lives together and like parenting together and everything. And then like you just kind of forget that you're completely in love with him. Is that just me? I think it's all of us. I think we get distracted and we just like, you know, the love's not new anymore. So we forget it's there. Um you know, maybe like having a favorite sweater and it falls to the back of your closet and you completely forget about it until you see it again. And you're like, oh my gosh, this is my favorite. Um, I didn't, I forgot that I didn't have it. I would have been looking for it. Right. Like, I think that's kind of how it is. Like we just forget that we are so in love with this man that we're married to. Um, or society makes us think that it's not cool to be in love with your husband. It's cool to, you know, be a total Deborah um, from Everybody Loves Raymond. Deborah is her name, right? Deborah. Um, she, I, 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 know, I didn't really watch that show a whole lot, but she really seems like the kind that like never wanted to show love and affection to her husband. Or is it like also Carrie from King of Queens where it's like, I just like own you and I'm in charge of you and like you do what I say. But it's like where – it's okay to be all fluffy like a Hallmark movie, like in love with your, your husband. Like that's okay. In fact, that's what you're supposed to do. Um, there's this one little phrase that like helps me keep aligned with that. And it's that like I'm the only one. I, I have signed up to be the only one in this man's life who can like give him physical pleasure. I have signed up to be the only one to provide him dinner every night and pack his lunch for work tomorrow. Like I signed up for this to be the only one who gets to do all this. So where do I have any right to like deprive him of any of it? When I signed up to be the only one to do this, am I really going to leave him like high and dry and be like, sorry, I, 
I have a lot going on. You're totally on your own. No, I'm going to step up and I'm going to be like, I'm sorry I dropped the ball. I forgot to make you a priority in my life because, uh, you know, I forgot that I'm completely in love with you. Um, I forgot that I signed up to be the only one who gets to do all this for you. Um, yes, let me help you get your stuff ready for work tomorrow. Let me remember to program the coffee so you'll have a hot cup of coffee when you leave for work in the early butt crack hours of the morning. Um, butt crack of dawn. <laughs> butt crack hours. Thanks for sticking around, guys. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give you a few of my tips on how to make how to make this work because it's really easy to say just schedule it and just do it but I know things come up in our lives and we're like I don't want to do it now what I like I physically don't want to all right so number one I'm gonna say do a brain dump keep it keep it like a blank notebook and a pen near your bed I want you to I like to climb out of bed to do this because I don't like to use my bed for all the thinking. Um, you know, that's that's been scientifically done. Like, you should only use your bed for, like, sleep and sex. Um, if you work in your bed a lot, you tend to associate your bed with work. So unless you really love work um, and you're doing, like, a very enjoyable part of your work, it's really scientifically not suggested that you work from bed. Um so like I usually lay on the floor. I have this safe little corner between my bed and the wall and I lay down my fluffiest, softest blanket and like I lay there to do like stretching or like meditation or to, you know, just lay there on the floor and do my brain dumps and journaling and things. Um, so yeah, number one, do a brain dump and get everything out of your head so that you can get out of your head. All right. How often can we just like not get there because we're thinking about all the things, all the things in our head, brain dump them, get them out, write it all down on a paper so that you can push pause on all the thinking in your head. And it's, it's there to look at afterwards. Like you can get to it later now. Um, you know, even if you're not trying to be intimate, that's really helpful of a thing to do before bed so that you can stop thinking about things and you can just sleep. All right. And then number two, there are things called um, like libido yoga, um, like stretches to increase libido. Um, you can just YouTube that. There's tons of free videos that are like short five to 10 minute uh, little sequences to loosen up uh, like the hips and just to kind of like get blood flowing where you need blood flowing to. Um, plus like it just feels good to stretch regularly. Uh, your body probably needs that. Uh, most bodies do. Especially when you're living like this active lifestyle of chasing around like toddlers and preschoolers and you're constantly like lifting 30 to 40 pound children. Um, like, hi, that's a weighted squat. Every time you do that, you should be, you should be stretching. All right. <laughs> um, number three is to make an irresistible playlist. All right, this could be something you listen to before or during. I'm not a music during type of person, but music before, there's some songs that can definitely put me in a mood. Um, those are things like, you know, maybe a little bit of Marvin Gaye or uh, Genuine's Pony. That song, just that, that every time, like, 
I just picture my husband taking his shirt off and I'm like, okay, we're good. Um, and then number four, you can just kind of meditate and visualize the best sex ever. Meditate on that. Lay in your little safe space uh, or sit down wherever you like to sit down that is, you know, kind of quiet. You can meditate on this while listening to your music. Um, but just really think in depth, like play out the scenario in your head. Like what would the best sex look like tonight? How would that go? Play it out in your head. I mean, this is a lot like a, uh, what, like professional football players, how they'll like play out the whole, they'll play out like the whole game in their head before they go out. Um, yeah, do that. And then number five, set the mood. Um, make your bedroom a sanctuary. Make it a place that is just for like relaxation and sleep and sex and get, yeah, this is a lot of pre-work. Okay. Get everything out of there that does not promote healthy sleep or sex or relaxation. Like just clear it out, find a new room for it. Um, you know, like if you fold laundry in your bedroom, maybe keep a basket outside your bedroom and then just bring it in to fold it, but don't leave like the pile where you can see it from your bed. Okay. Clear the tops of your nightstand. So it is just the bare minimum of what you need and use. Um, invest in some super soft, like sensually soft throw blankets. Um, so that when you like climb onto your bed, it's just like, oh, I want to be naked right here. This feels good. <laughs> um, think about the lighting. Have some dim lights. Um, a salt lamp is great. Like create such a nice little like tinted ambiance, but also they're like great for air purifying and like energy and all that stuff. Um, and then smells too. Think about smells. Have like a diffuser or a candle that plays that, that has like a smell that is not not like distracting to you, but is very soothing to you. All right, don't just go for lavender because everybody's all like lavender's relaxing. Um because some people don't like lavender. Some people get headaches from lavender. Um I know I'm not a lavender fan. I thought I was for the longest time because, you know, lavender is lavender. And then come to find out, I paid attention to it and I realized, no, like cedarwood does the same thing, but that's more my kind of smell. I like, I like more like rustic manly kind of smells, you know? Um, that's my list for you today. That's everything I had to say about de-stressing your marriage with sex. Um, and I hope that you have enjoyed this episode. Uh, let me know. Like, comment, review, share, do all that. Thanks for being here. Thanks for sticking around with my, like, me, you know, my meanness. You're really cool. Thanks for being here. Thanks so much for listening to the Meant to Bloom podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, I mean, you're still here listening, aren't you? Please, please, please help other moms to find this episode by leaving a review, 
liking the show notes link in the description or share on Instagram and tag me at Brittany underscore the happy mom. And don't forget, there's a special freebie for you in the description of this episode. Thank you so much.